Hey guys, we're here today with makeup artist Tim McKay. Not only has he done makeup for some of the biggest stars in Hollywood, like Condola Rashad from Billions, June Diane Raphael from Grace and Frankie. He also does male grooming for people you may know, like Joey Fatone, Anderson Cooper, Neo, Jonathan Bennett from Mean Girls, which is iconic to me. Um, welcome, Tim. Hi, how are you, beautiful? Good. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. This is my first podcast, so I'm my first podcast interview. I'm so excited well, to do this. I've only done a few, so we're learning together. It's great. Well, it's perfect. Well, I've already been telling everyone about it, so you're going to have a bunch of people listening in. Yes. I knew you'd be a good person to bring on, not only because I've been following you forever. When, where did we meet? We met at... Jeff Perla, some event with yes. Jeff. Yeah. And... Of course, I followed you because I'm obsessed with makeup. I'm obsessed with celebrities. And I'm like, who does he know? Who does he hang out with every morning before the news? Like, I just like love that lifestyle. And I feel like you truly live it like every day. Well, thank you. And that's partly why I love this industry. Um, and also, I think we hit it off, though, too. I think we really just had a great time. And we we're laughing about something for a long time. So I think we just had a great night. And it all kind of was like one thing after the next after that. We followed each other. And now I'm <laughs> obsessed with you. So... <laughs> Well, the feeling's mutual, so I'm glad that you're on. Thank um, you. So if you are out at a party and someone tells you or asks you, what do you do for a living? How do you explain your, your lifestyle to them and what your claim to fame is? This is such a funny question only because uh, me, a couple of years ago, I was so ready to be like, oh, I'm a celebrity makeup artist, blah, 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 whatever. And, you know, early 20s. Right. That whole like. That's I wanna, goals. Like, I, I want a celebrity makeup artist in your, in your title. And it's, but it's also like, that was the first thing I wanted to say. And I want to be like, let me prove myself, prove myself. Because a lot of this industry is proving yourself and networking. Um, but, you know, as I'm getting older, I've learned to just kind of like lay back a little bit. And I'm happy to explain, you know, I'm a makeup artist in the industry. I focus on production. I do a lot of uh, TV appearances, red carpet. It's cool. I, I try to keep it low key, but it's really exciting. And I love the the work that I get to do because me 10 years ago would have never ever thought I'd be doing what I'm doing now. So mainly I work in production and um, I absolutely love it. Have you always wanted to be a makeup artist? Is this like, what's your all end goal? No, that's actually the funniest part. Well, the craziest part actually is that I got into film production in high school. I loved like, you know, making characters and making whatever I wanted happen. Um, and I thought I wanted to be a filmmaker. So when I came to New York in 2009, Right after high school, I was going to school for film production, and I realized I don't want to actually make the film. I don't want to be, you know, editing. I don't want to be filming it. I want to be more creative um, as far as makeup or as making the character. So it wasn't until my first summer being in New York, I was sitting in my car. I didn't know what the hell I was going to be doing with my life. I was like, I hate my major. I don't want to be a film major anymore. I don't know what to do. And I went to the mall in Long Island, where Hofstra is right near. It's Roosevelt Field Mall. And um, I was going to just give out some applications to try to make money, like a cool after-class job for the sophomore year coming. And um, I saw my first Mac store, and I had never seen a Mac store before in my entire life. Um, it was just... Mac was the shit, too. Oh, like, in 2010? You had to Mac. Oh, yeah. I, I was just talking to someone about this. Mac is like, if you didn't have Mac makeup, you were not cool. And so many amazing makeup artists have come out of Mac. Like They all started at Mac because yep. the, everything was just so artistry-driven and... Um, it's such a great company to grow and learn, but whatever. I pretty much saw the store and I saw all these glamorous girls and it's Long Island too. So I love it there. The girls are not afraid to 
have their hair done, have their nails done, <laughs> tons of makeup. It was just glam, yeah. glam. I had never seen it. I was speechless. And I was like, oh my God, I need to apply here. Like this, And I had some weird calling. I had never done makeup in my life on, except for the crappy makeup that I wore on my like, pimples and like my secret cover-up or whatever. So I went into MAC um, out of the blue. I, I don't know why I had the confidence, but I brought in a resume that had no makeup experience at all. It had Dunkin' Donuts on it from high school. It had TGI Fridays. <laughs> it had like the silliest job. You I don't do know. look like a Dunkin' Donuts worker. Oh, you uh, look oh my God. like a Dunkin' Donuts. I am from Rhode Island. I am a Dunkin' Donuts. We didn't even have a Starbucks <laughs> until like right before I moved to New York. So I mean, Dunkin' Donuts all the way with our styrofoam cup on the outside yep. and like, you know, with a big straw. French tip manicure. Um, <laughs> but um, so I, you know, I got lucky because it wasn't my knowledge, but the manager that was the new manager of the Mac store had just came from a Macy's location and she was, her name is Gloria. She's the one that I call my, my makeup mommy because she literally gave me a chance. She had just came to a new store and she, I guess, got rid of some of the girls that were kind of mean that were working there. And she wanted to make it a brand new, happy environment at Mac. So I walk in with a huge smile on my face, a huge dopey smile, and I'm like, hello. And uh, Thanks, hi, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I'm just so excited. And she's like, do you know, um, tell me what you know about makeup, because I don't see anything on your resume here. And I was like, oh, well, I know there's, there's daytime makeup and there's nighttime. Um, and, uh, you know, I do everyone's makeup for prom. And, and she was like, mm-hmm, okay, yeah. So she said, you have one week to come back and show me um, what you can actually do on a, on a model. Bring a friend and we'll, get, we'll give you a makeup look and you have to just do it. And back then there was no YouTube tutorials. There was no like how to's. Yeah. It was 2010. Right. And um, I literally just pulled two of my girlfriends that I was like friends with. And uh, one was a darker skin tone, one's a lighter skin tone. And they told me how they did their own makeup. It wasn't even like professional. It was like, this is what I use. I use this like eyeshadow and I put it here <laughs> on, on my eye. And you like, you put it like, it was just like, that was my Wait, training. how old were you at this point? I was 19. Okay. Um, actually, no, I was 18 about to turn 19. So actually this August marks 10 years that I've been a makeup artist. Cause I was. Oh, congrats. Uh, thank you. Yeah. I turned, um, 19 in August, my birthday is in August, and I had gone through all this process when I was like the end of my 18 year old year. So um, I, you know, did the best I could in that one week, and I went on a few videos that Mac had on the website, like how to do basic eyeliner, how to do um, basic color matching, and it was like that's the way I learned how to do it, and that's the same way I do eyeliner today, because that's how I learned wow. how to do it. And it's, of course, looks way better now, but. Um, Thank God. Uh, but anyway, I went in there and I just like did my best. And they said, okay, now go around the room and pick out your products with your model so that you know what to use on her. And I had to bring my friend around and be like, so what's your color? Pick it out. Which one? Which one, which one? So can is this, you do is this, this you? for me? I have no yeah. idea. I had no idea. And I was so like confident about it. I was like, Let, we're going to do this. I don't know how this worked out. Um, and I got the call a week later and I they wanted to give me a chance. And they were hiring me in August of 2010. So I you know, literally came into the store as a baby with no experience. And some of the girls were a little shady because they were like, hey, we had to go to makeup school and we had to actually know what we were doing when we got hired. And I come in. Right. Like, I was going to ask, did you ever oh, have to? Oh, I was a mess. I had to fake it until I made it. If I used a blush that was like way too dark on a girl's skin tone, I'd be like, well, didn't you want to look tan? You said tan, right? <laughs> and she was like, well, this looks like um, like you punched me in the cheek. I'm like, well, that's how my last customer wanted it to look. So, you know, I've, let me get you a new one. And I would just like completely fake it as I went along. And somehow within three years, I joined the Mac Pro fashion show team and because um, I really cared about it. And I just was working right. hard at it nonstop. And I 
took it like a sponge. I absorbed everything. I became my life. And I was doing New York Fashion Week within three years. Um, I think oh I was 21 years old. And it was just the most insane experience. I left Mac in 2016. And I so you were there for six years and then you yeah. never went to makeup school at all. Nothing. Never, never went to makeup school. I literally learned as I went and from tons of trial and error, probably ruining a few people's day at least. <laughs> but you know what, you know, what is so good about the fact that you did it 10 years ago is that there weren't makeup tutorials like that everywhere to watch. So like those people who like might've been complaining were complaining about like little things, but people didn't know makeup wasn't that big of a deal back then. I feel like nowadays it's like, it's all in me. Like you have to be. Now it's all the rage. And I'm like, thank God. I I know what I'm doing now that it's all the rage. Because if I posted what I used to do, oh my God. So you worked there till 2016 and you were 21. Yep. And And then what happened? It was crazy. I, you know, they made me a manager um, and I was kind of moving up in the Mac ladder, which I thought that's what I wanted to do. Like when they first interviewed me, they told me one day you could do fashion week. And I was like, oh, I could do fashion week? I can't imagine. And that was like my, I thought right. that was the top, the top of the top of what I wanted to do. And um, when I started oh, doing yeah, it after- that's like a baby step. It really is. And I mean, but telling a 19-year-old or 18-year-old yeah, at the for time- for sure. I mean, I people like, listening probably don't even realize that that's like a baby step in the makeup oh, artist yeah. world. That's the number one question I get from people is like, have you ever done New York Fashion Week? And I'm like, oh, honey, I did it for like three and a half, four years, um, like nonstop. I've done Oscar de la Renta. I've done- the blondes. I've done so many different um, amazing designers, Desigual, and uh, right. it was an amazing experience. But it literally is almost like working in a hospital in hell. Like, yeah, <laughs> every, it's, it, it's it's not. It doesn't look fun. It's nonstop. It's craziness, and people are yelling, and like, there's a lot of downtime, and then all of a sudden the models come, and they have to be ready in two seconds, and it's like a look that's like, oh, cut up this um, strip of eyelashes, and then glue it underneath the models eyelid like a glue it underneath and then, add the pe- and then add peacock feathers and make them look like they're peacock in 20 yes, minutes and a perfect red lip and that's it yeah and it's insane so I mean I loved it I love the experience I love the hustle and the glamour about it you know that was my introduction to celebrity life like seeing celebrities and being comfortable with them like being around them and it's like it becomes a job more so than like oh my god I'm fangirling it's more like we need to get this work done and yes there's celebrities here but now that's part of it. So right. it was just such a great experience. And I love Mac for that. I love all that. It wasn't until 2016 when I was a manager and I got diagnosed with reactive arthritis that um, oh, no. my ankle swelled up. I couldn't really breathe very well. My All my joints were kind of like stiff and hard and uh, um, they were having budget cuts. So they cut off all the freelancers. And, you know, I was working a Friday night as a manager with two other artists on. And it's a busy Friday night. People want to get their makeup done. People want to shop. Right. And, I'm limping around the store and I just couldn't do it anymore. So I had to take a leave of absence. And in that one month leave of absence, I realized I didn't really want to go back. I loved Mac for what it was, but I was like, you know what? Like, I'm fine. I'm going to just do this on my own and just see, like, just take a chance on it. And Mac always said I could always come back if I wanted to. So I had that, you know, security. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to take a, a chance and just see if I can book work for myself and become a freelancer. And I, I had already done work works. Yeah. And I, I had dabbled in it, you know, um, it was hard trying to balance some of my newfound freelance career while working at Mac because it was hard to switch the schedule. And, you know, if it wasn't Mac related, it was a little hard to get approval for. But um, eventually I was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna give it my all and take that risk. And that's really what it's all about in this industry is taking a risk and just going with it and doing whatever you can. So when you left Mac and then how did you get into New York Fashion Week? Like, did you apply for something or did you have some kind of like manager who put you in in 
to yeah. contract with someone or how does so, that work? So um, the way it works with Mac is they have different um, certifications you can get. They have a basic certification, they have a advanced certification, they have lesson, which you teach lessons to customers, and then they have a fashion show. And a lot of artists, it would take them five years or more to even get to the fashion show certification. I luckily had this Mac mommy, this makeup mommy, Gloria, who just gave me all the opportunities. I was almost like her protege, and I thank her forever for this because I really got the love that maybe not every artist felt that they got from their managers or from the company, but this manager I really hold in high respect because she just gave me every opportunity, and I was scared. I was like, oh, my God, I'm such a newbie. I don't really know if I'm ready for it, and she just Right, but me. you know what? She saw something new. She literally saw that face when you walked in smiling big and bright and was yeah. like, this guy will work and will kill it. If wants it. And she said, yeah. like, she's like, Tim, you didn't fool me. I knew you didn't know what you were doing, but I said, I can teach someone how to do eyeliner. I can't teach someone to be so genuinely sweet and genuinely optimistic. And um, that meant a lot to me. And it just the fact that she gave me that chance. And um, so I passed all my certifications the first time I did them, which is mind blowing. Um, yes. I couldn't believe it because, again, coming from no experience, and um, and there's artists I looked up to when I got hired in the company that were doing so. You know, they were artists for years before me, and some of them didn't make it. And it was just it almost really blew my mind that I was given this amazing chance. And um, so yeah, they I passed my fashion show certification one time, first time, and they had me on their pro team doing like multiple fashion shows every single season for the whole rest of my time there, which is really awesome. I love that. And I, I love, I mean, fashion week, I feel like if you're in fashion or makeup or hair or anything like that, it's, it looks so good on your resume that once that's on your resume, I feel like you can do anything, you know? Exactly. You say you work for New York fashion week. It's like, oh, he hustled. He really knows what Well, those people doing. that do work for New York fashion week have to go for it. It's not like a apply and then sit back and wait to see if it happens. Like you have to fucking walk in there and let them know you're here and show mm -hmm. them that, you know, you got all your certifications and you're like, I can do this. And they're like, all right, you're in. Let's go. Exactly. And you have to be confident. And I mean, I don't know if I should include this. Um, I don't want to get in trouble with Mac or anything. But one obstacle I did have was that I think that I started seeing my potential. And there was one fashion show where the key makeup artist was this woman, Val Garland. She was this amazing makeup artist I'd heard about for years since I started. And um, I was doing a fashion show working under her. So she didn't work for Mac, but she worked with Mac a lot. And so we're all there, we're setting up, and I see her walk in, and I see her talking to a Mac senior artist, who I won't name. You know, we were all done setting up, and we were just waiting for models. There's so much downtime that I said, I'm going to go say hi to her. Like, I, I just wanted to introduce myself and, and just meet her, because I'm so, you know, I'm, I respect her so much. And, I, and why not? And why not? I went up, and all these makeup artists were, like, gasping, like, where are you going? What are you doing? I'm like, guys, what's the big deal? I introduced myself to her, and I was just like, hi, I'm Tim. I'm so excited to be working with you, blah, blah, blah. The feedback I got when I went back to the Mac store um, a week later was that I came off too confident, I came off too arrogant, and that they missed the Tim that was quiet and shy and kind of just like did what he was told. And it really hurt my feelings because I said, I, you know, I really didn't do anything. I, I didn't walk up saying I'm the boss. I walked up just saying I'm Tim and introduced myself. And But do you think it was that person who told, or do you think it was the people exactly. around you that were jealous of you that you had the guts to go introduce to yourself? To That's someone? what it was. It was it was that senior artist that was talking to her that apparently said I interrupted um, as if I walked up and like pushed them apart and said, hey. Also, no, like, I'm how old are we? You need to go and tell on someone? Like, fuck literally. off. Literally. And I was probably, what, 22 years old, 23? Like, I was like young and I was excited and I and I did nothing but introduce myself 
And right. so um, I was kicked off the fashion show team for a, a season because of that. And wow. um, and it was in that time that I really reflected. And I still didn't leave Mac for a few years after that. But I it was really from that moment on, I had in my head that I might be worth more than what I was just told I was worth. And I love mm, the company so much. And it does not reflect the company at all. It was more just that feedback I got at that time, which might be different now. But at the time... That's the feedback I got, and it was it was hard, but I realized I want to grow, and I want to do things that maybe I can't do here. You know what? That person, that senior artist, felt intimidated, and that's why. And I would love to see where that person is right now. <laughs> I'm sure, honestly, I hate to say it, but she's probably in the same exact spot. Exactly. And, and, and let's move on to what the fuck you're doing every day, because you're uh, a badass. Thank you. And you got to go for it, and you went for it, and there was always going to be some some kind of bumps in the road, but you killed it. But an example of how things just work out if you apply yourself and you try is when I made that final decision, I'm going to leave Mac and somehow I'll pay my rent, which at the time in Brooklyn was like a thousand dollars. And when I left Mac, it was so weird that my best friend was like, Hey, I'm moving to Australia. Would you want to move into my apartment in Brooklyn? It's like $400 less than you. So I was like, well, that's perfect timing. I'm like, how did that work out? It was weird. I was just like, okay, well, that's um thank you god Things are falling it, it, into place <laughs> literally it, it almost and you know i didn't get booked right away i actually took a job at a restaurant and i worked um doing a little bit of freelance makeup but i would also be a waiter server at night because i just, just like every sure. other artist in, absolutely in new york city and i have and i loved it i have no shame in any of those jobs i love those jobs um and it wasn't until 2018 that i met this woman patricia and she um was a head makeup artist at people magazine and you know they have a bunch of magazines under the belt it wasn't just people it was sports illustrated and all these other mags and um right. she took me under her wing and got me booked more free full-time so uh, she wasn't really an agent per se but she um it's just a super busy makeup artist that got me all these great production jobs so i got to get back into production which i love um the like film and making characters for tv or making people look good for tv that's what i wanted to get back into more so than fashion so um it was just great how everything worked out it was kind of just like one thing did fall into the next it took some time it wasn't right away but it it just happened the way it was supposed to happen and that was just you know the beginning of what i'm doing now full-time is it technically freelance then or do you are you employed by people no i'm fully freelance so it's great because um I have such a great uh, reputation there, luckily, that I, like, you know, I've made so much, uh, so many connections and friends just working there, and um, I always give my all with every makeup application I do, so luckily, they will have me there five days a week if I want, which is great. I love that. Oh my but, God. Um, but I, it's my job then to outsource, and I'm constantly trying to find my own work, and I'll always take that other work, and they're so great. They'll, like, Patricia, the woman who books me, will film another makeup artist in for me if I can't be there, even if it's last minute, which you know, it took some time. I had to build a reputation with her, but um, now she's so supportive and will let me take my own I feel like you're also like the, that position is so good for networking since you're clearly really good at it too, because so many people come in and out. Cause I don't know if people know that people TV is like a, how would you explain people TV? It's just a, an oh, hour long segment. It's like, um, I think it's a 45 minute show. I think it's 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, okay. but they, um, are on the people TV app. They're on every like clip that you find from people magazine online. Like if you search any article and like an actor comes up and it says it's with people magazine, that's from people TV. So they usually break it up into clips and they'll like, so that whenever you search something, um, that clip will come and, that's what I'm doing makeup for. Is that the hosts of that show, Andrea Belkey and Jeremy Parsons? Oh, I love her. And um, love a lot Andrea. of a lot of talent comes through, and not every single talent needs their own 
hair makeup person, uh, or they don't need me to do it anyways, because they already have someone. So I see Tyra Banks walk in. She has like a team of 45 people with her. Oh she, my God. But, cool. then, but then I see Joey Fatone. He didn't have anyone with him. So I got to touch up him. I've done, you know, that's where I met Paul Abdul. Again, I didn't do her makeup, but just being there and being in that environment. And that's what you have to, you have to really love that because I just love, even if I'm not working 24 seven or I'm not doing her makeup. Hey, I just met Paul Abdul and I took a picture with her and it was just so Yeah. But cool. like, imagine one day someone comes in and I'm sure it's happened where they're like, shit, my makeup artist canceled or like whatever. Oh, and you do their hair and makeup. Like you're then in that yeah. you're sold, they're sold on your makeup. And then Absolutely. they're like, Oh, this guy's doing my makeup forever. I have definitely made clients that way. It was amazing. And it's so crazy in New York because there's so many celebrities there, but there's also so, so many higher up people that are not names in the business, but they yeah. are somebody in the business yeah. because they keep their shit under wraps, but they're like, they're secret, like millionaires who own xyz and they do this 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 and you literally never know who you're talking to ever in new york city absolutely not i was doing a charity event when i was 20 years old this is when i still worked at mac it was not mac associated but i um i did this on a charity project i wasn't paid for it and i was doing touch-ups and makeup for uh athletes and i didn't know who anyone was i'm pleased like listen to my voice i don't know anything about sports (laughs) um as you can tell from the list i don't even know but um, Michelle Kwan was in my chair. So I'm just doing her makeup. And I was like, so what do you do? And she was just like, well, I was an Olympic figure skater for years and years. Like, tons of gold medals. Like, huge. Like, the biggest figure skater in history. Um, and I'm just like, oh, that's cool. Well, and we just we, and we had such a great time. And I was just genuine. I wasn't trying to pretend I was something. or I wasn't trying to be like, oh, yeah, I know all about that. Whatever. I just was myself. And she was like, hey, I'm getting married soon. Um, I wasn't going to have a makeup artist, but would you want to come do my makeup? And now in my resume at 21 years old at the time, I got to say I did Michelle Kwan's makeup for her wedding. It was just so cool. Um, That's amazing. And not only is everyone someone, but like everyone doesn't know everyone either. So like I have an, I have a story. One of my old bosses was at a house party or something or a townhouse party on the Upper East Side. And she went over to coat check to get her coat and Kanye West was standing right there and she had no idea oh who God. Kanye West was. And oh like, I mean, that's just kind of idiotic, I think. But also some people really are not in that realm. Like my yeah. friends tell me something about Ryan Gosling, Ryan, whatever the other one is. And I always get them mixed up. Like I'm just yeah. not in that scene. Yeah. But she literally asked Kanye West to get her coat and he like oh. apparently looked at her and was like, are you fucking kidding? And then her husband came over and like, just like slowly moved her away. I was like, I'll get the coat, sweetie. Like it's fine. Yeah. No, he like put like a coat over her head and like dragged her away. He was probably like, are you fucking kidding me? Right. Because that was the impression we just left. Um, right. But no, it's so true. And sometimes I've noticed, um, you know, I'll be at people and I see celebrities walk through and I'm like, who's that? Whatever. And then I watch the monitor and seeing them on the monitor, I'm like, oh my God, that's this person. Like, I, it's that's so and so, yeah. Yeah. So sometimes in person, it's not that they look different on camera, but they kind of do. It's diff- It's weird. It's not like anything's faked on camera. It's just seeing someone in real life as opposed to just what the camera shows you and what the screen shows you. Then you're like, oh, that's who that person is. Oh my God, I didn't realize. So so have you, have you worked for any celebrities that are like, you don't have to say their name, that are like truly awful? Like has somebody come in and been, just been like, the diva oh. that we all know that they are or that we that there's like a secret diva. Absolutely. And it I I only remember it so vividly because I do genuinely care about what I do. My job is to make you look good and feel good and I want a good energy and good experience. So when I can't make that happen, I take it so personal and it's like the, oh, end, yeah, of, for the sure. end of the fucking world. I'm like, "Oh my god." 
So there was one day at People. Um, won't say who she is, but she's on a TV show. What kind like ABC list? Bravo. She was um, a popular Bravo person for, okay. uh, say, a New York City TV show. And, okay, um, Housewives of New York. Got it. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I bet a, I can name who it is. Go ahead. It's like the RH of NY. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if we can say that. <laughs> um, so she comes in, and I was excited to meet her. I was like, oh, my God. I didn't really watch much of the show, but I was excited to see Were her. Were you doing her makeup, too, or did she bring oh, someone? So, no, she – I don't know if she had done her own or if she maybe got it done in the morning. And a lot of people will do that, too. Like, they, they don't want to pay a makeup artist to stay for the full day, so they'll get their makeup done. And if they have press at a bunch of places, then they'll just have, like, me, like, if I'm there doing touch-ups – They'll have yeah. like, um, someone do a touch-ups. It's just cheaper for them. Whatever. So she comes in, and she sits down, and I'm like, hi, so blah, 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 my normal routine. She already had makeup on from earlier, but her lipstick was off. And so she just ignores me. She just turns away. She's just talking to one of the other women that she works with. And I was just like, okay. So I, And she had me pressed up against the wall, too. She pulled her chair in so close to me. I was like cornered up against the wall, and I was like trying to reach across her. So she's like, excuse me. I'm like... Well, I, I don't really have room. I need to reach across to grab my, my brushes. And she's like, okay. Oh my God, I hate this housewife. I know exactly who it is. Like, I'm not okay. going to say her name. Okay, okay, do it. Okay, fine. I'm like, okay. So um, then I'm doing her lips. I'm trying to do her lips. She just cut, she keeps pulling away to talk. And I'm like, that's fine. It's usual. You know what? It's not about me. It's about her. Right. And, right. Um, and she's I, I want apple slices. I need apple slices. And if she'll never listen to this, but I mean, if oh my God. hopefully she knows it's her, if she does ever hear this, um, they give her apple slices and I'm trying to do her lips and she's just shoving apple slices in her mouth, chewing them up and spitting them back out in her hand. And so I do her makeup, um, her lipstick, I touch her up a little bit and I'm, I'm like, okay, so and it took me like a good 20 minutes, even just do her lipstick. I did lip liner, lipstick, gloss, but while she's doing all this other stuff. So right. I'm like, is there anything else I can do for you? I'm still trying to be nice. And she just ignores me again. She just looks at me, looks away, talks to someone else. And I was like, okay, you know what? I was like, I'm, there's only so much I can take, and I'm not going to be rude, but I'm going to walk away. So I walked out of the makeup room, and I just stood by the monitors. And I was like, when she goes on camera, that's when I'll go back to the makeup room because I'm not going to deal with that anymore. I tried my best to make her happy, and whatever. I have had a very, very, very similar situation with this exact person, and I can tell you that I know exactly who it is because she treated me the exact same way. And... I, I mean, I am so shocked by how this person acts, and it's so sad. And if you watch Housewives, you probably know who it is, but it's so sad because she is not allowed to talk to people like that. She has no clout. And on the show, exactly, she does not have the clout. But <laughs> she thinks she, she does. She literally doesn't. She literally does not have clout. It's <laughs> You're talking about Oh my God, yes. Literally, well, gonna, yes. Should I take this out? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if we're going to get in trouble. I don't want to like ruin any chances I might have. Um, so maybe not say her name. I don't know. I'll maybe take out the name, but I knew it. you were <laughs> fucking talking. You can just beep it. What if you do like a beep or something like that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. And I'm like, oh my God, it's her. Uh, <laughs> well, anyways. She literally about, talked to me the same way. How about this? It wasn't, I'm not done yet. I went back to the makeup room and she had left the cup of chewed up apple slices on my makeup station, on my makeup, like just apple slices just left there shredded to death. And I was oh. like, so I, and I heard from the other makeup artists in the room that I was like, what happened? Did she say anything about me when, when I left? And she just said, she looked in the mirror and she said, he didn't even do my lips. I'm like, what? That's all I was doing the entire time was her lips. It took me like so oh God, long. I, hate her. I did lip liner. I did lipstick. I did gloss. And like, and then she just kept eating and taking it off and she was being rude. So I left and apparently she looked in the mirror. She's like, he didn't even do my lips. I was like, oh my God, that's literally all I did. Uh, she you just know what's so aware. annoying about people like aware. her is, 
Yeah, she has no idea. She has no idea who you are. She doesn't give a shit who you are. And it's just, it's so sad and it's so degrading and it makes you feel like complete shit because, but you know I who, mean. You know who is really nice though? Like Luann. Um, I love Luann. Luann is yeah. the best. She's so nice. And people like sometimes are like, really? But I'm like, no, she is literally so sweet. She comes up, she's like, hi, Tim. And she like stands there quietly. Oh, she knows everyone's name. She, she's yep. the nicest person in the world. She texts me personally when she needs something from my, where I used to work. And I'm like, I love you. And you literally say Lexi. Like, it's not like I'm just like, you're human. Like, yeah. you're so genuine, so normal, so nice. Mm-hmm. She I love actually like cares about other people. And you know who else is like that? Rachel Zoe. I met Rachel Zoe working for Mac one day. She came into shop for products. I was so happy with the experience. She came in and she was like, what, what's your name? Like, cut me off. And I was like, oh, I'm Tim. Like, oh, and she used my name the rest of the time she was there. She was like, hey, love Tim. That. Hey, Tim, can you help me with this? And when her, um, I forgot who was with her, maybe her sister or her cousin, she was just like, oh, no, don't worry. Tim's going to hook you up. Like, Tim got it. No, like, hey, Tim. Like, she was so nice. <laughs> and I took a picture with her. I was like, I was so excited. Um, there's something that happens to your body when a celebrity says your name like I don't know if anyone else has felt this but like um I used to work for an actress and she was really good friends with Julianne Moore and Julianne Moore used to call me Lex and every time she would say my name I like would start sweating I was like oh my god she knows my name I'm like am I a celebrity now we're best friends what's like a normal day-to-day working for people tv like are they super early recording or is it later in the day how does that work yeah so basically um i get in usually around 7 30 in the morning um my first makeup is at eight i like to get there a little bit early set up my station and be all ready and i look at the schedule and so there's two and of you us. have to bring all of your own makeup right oh yeah every job okay all my own makeup okay. um except for the uh fenty fashion show the savage fashion show they provided fenty provided all the makeup for that which is really awesome oh amazing i did that fashion show last year so at people i do i lay out all my own stuff and i um i have a schedule so it's not just people magazine like i said it's fortune magazine or it was they were just sold but um there's a home and garden there's a bunch of magazines and um they might have different talent or different guests coming in that need touch-ups and i pretty much get to see every morning who i have but people magazine is every single day Sports Illustrated was every single day until they were just sold. Um, so I know my usual hosts are Andrea Belke from Survivor and Jeremy Parsons. They're both amazing hosts on People. I love them. I feel like, honestly, I feel like Andrea is going to go really far in the hosting. Like, I feel like oh, this she's is just amazing. the for her. Andrea is so cool. and She's, she's literally going to, she is going to host Good Morning America. Oh. You heard it here first. Absolutely. She is hosting Good Morning America in the next five years, I, maybe six, ma- maybe ten. She just started doing little, um, doing little interviews and little press on, not press but um yeah definitely like little hot topics on good morning america snippets, yeah. so she's meant for it do you also do like grooming for jeremy too the other host yep, absolutely jeremy and it's so funny um i help him pick out his makeup so that when he has to do it himself <laughs> he can do it himself i give them both like little lessons on how to do it themselves um and i really appreciate that they both look at me as kind of like a a guide to like hey tim i have to do my makeup for this event like how do i do this because they don't have a makeup person or whatever it is. And especially as a man, uh, Jeremy realizes that a lot of groomers and makeup artists will think that men just need powder, like a little translucent powder. And he's like, no, he wants to look more tan or he wants to look like, you know, really amazing. So it's great that I think he knows that I know his makeup level and I get to kind of set that precedent for other people. How is it working with quarantine? And are they still recording a show or are you doing anything or what happens now? Oh, disaster. So, 
Um, literally, People is still having their People TV show, which is really awesome. They do it from home, just like every other Good Morning America, Today Show, every right. other show right now doing it from home. Um, I have been out of a job since March 13th. Oh, my God. It's been insane. The last job I did was with Hunter McGrady. She's the... Um, Third. I love her. Oh, you know her. Okay, great. I was like, yeah, I, I, I love I her. Have to say who she is. She is literally so amazing. She's, she's a plus size model. She was in um, Sports Illustrated. Yeah. She's so nice. Yeah, her, she just got married. Yep. So oh. I met her um, at People, actually at Sports Illustrated, and we just hit it off right away. I gave her a touch up too. It wasn't like I did her full makeup. I gave a touch up. We hit she it off. She is just so genuine and so nice. Oh, I mean, so she just came out with a clothing line with QVC called Old Worthy, and so she hired me to do her um, hair makeup for the press photos and stuff like that, and all like the promotional photos, and then that was right before quarantine all started, that was right before all this madness started, and she literally offered for me to come stay with her, because I was in my New York City apartment, and I was just kind of getting stressed out, and she asked me how I was doing on her own, I told her, I was a little stressed, and she said, well, honey, I have a bedroom here for you if you need anything, and oh my god, I, like, literally the nicest person ever, and I'm so grateful for just those connections I've made because it just, I mean, I mean, that just shows that like that little smile or big smile, that big smile that you put on when you're walking into Mac yep. changed your life. Like legitimately, I always think about this because a lot of things happen to me that, you know, either do, do something great for my life or do something really bad for my life. And yep. it's always one little move, that one move. Like what if that one day you didn't go in there at that exact time and that yep. w woman wasn't working and she didn't meet you and she didn't give you this task to bring those girls back. Like your life would have been completely different. Completely different. And it's, and that's why I look at everything as a blessing. And I'm lucky enough where I'm asked to speak at makeup schools and different makeup presentations. And I have to, you know, let them know, well, I'm not doing anything that you're doing right now. I didn't do anything of that. I didn't go to school, but I can give you my experiences and, and let you know what kind of mindset to have going into these different jobs because you have to be excited about what could come next. And instead, of, just, like, instead of being unhappy with where you are at the moment, it's just like this could happen. And you almost, you create it. It's like the secret. You literally create and manifest success. And of course I say this now when I, I'm like happy in a good mood, catch me on a bad day. I'm like, ah, nothing's working. I'm like, oh You're God. Like, Fuck my life. Yeah. Literally, a couple <laughs> weeks, literally just like two weeks ago, I was like, I'll never work again. But, um, <laughs> uh, but you know, I try to just get myself out of that mindset and just stay positive. And it's so true that amazing things happen nonstop. And if you just are open to them and you really can't give up, um, it, and it's not easy. And it's all about experiences because I'm a college dropout. Me too. I, I, I dropped out and, too. Yeah. And I mean, I wouldn't say I'm successful as of right now, but you are the experience girl. on your resume or in, in your Instagram bio, whatever it is, people love to see it and they love, it's all personality too. And who, you know, like as long as you are a good person, you're going to go far in life. That's, and that's it. And that's like right before quarantine happened, a producer at um, People TV pulled me aside. I was in the makeup room with the other makeup artist. And she said, Tim, I need you to speak with you for a minute. It was right after she had done an interview with a talent that I did makeup for. So the producer pulled me aside and she was just like, so Tim, one thing I need to tell you that you do is that you don't just make these girls look good. You make them feel good too. And it's obvious and it radiates and it comes through on camera. And I was like, well, yeah, we had a great time. I, I made her laugh. I got her confident. I tell her how great she is and how, oh my God, whatever. How sweet. And so it was just, I thought I was getting in trouble and I was being pulled over to be told you make people feel good. And it just it makes, you know, anyone can do makeup. She said that she's anyone can do makeup, whatever, but 
you make people feel good and that really radiates and really shows on camera and it just it's a whole different thing when you do it and also being a makeup artist I think and I've had my makeup done a fair amount of times and I've hired people from apps and and had to work with people I think I ran into actually when I I did a shoot with people like back in 2016 Mm -hmm. and I think you were working or 17 or something and it really does make a difference who you're working with because that person can maybe make you look flawless, but if they're not like giving you a little bit of like their own sparkle to add to it yep. and they're just an asshole, you're going to feel like shit. You can yeah. look like a million bucks, but your confidence level is still so low Yep, and, and I, it really does make a difference. I always try to turn around the conversation. If I hear another makeup artist in the room talking about something negative or it's focusing on the negative, I switch around like, well, hey, how about, I, mean, I make it obvious. I want the room to know that I don't think that's okay to talk about and I wanted to make it into a positive conversation. And, and I really think that's so important because it, your energy does affect how the person's going to feel. And I just think that's really, really important is just putting yourself aside and not letting your personal life. I've had horrible things happen in my life right before I had to do a big job. And I had the opportunity to say, do I want to continue this? Am I going to take the job or should I like wallow in self pity and be depressed and say, I can't do it. And no, you do it and you have to make a great impression. And there's been times I've walked out of doing someone's makeup when I broke down crying because of whatever had happened to me before I did her makeup, but I didn't show it there. And my energy wasn't down. It wasn't depressing. It was, let me build this person up, make her amazing, send her on her way, and then I can go deal with my life later on. And that's what really makes you successful is really just, you know, giving your all in every opportunity. Right. What are some words of wisdom you would give a makeup artist? My main thing, the... Advice that helped me throughout my whole career is my mom told me that before Madonna was Madonna, before she was as big as she is, there was a time when Madonna was trying to make it and she sometimes had nowhere to go and she had to sleep on a basement floor and there was cockroaches and it was dirty and, and she is Madonna. And, and that stuck with me so many times because there's been so many times in New York City, I was 18 years old, 19, 20. I didn't always have a place to go. I was going from you know, I don't. I think I've had more apartments in New York City than anyone else I know because it was there was always something wrong with it. Someone wants to move home or someone wants whatever, and I've had to yep. stay on couches. I've, I've literally slept on a basement floor. I have, and I have so many friends that have left New York because they have to do something similar, and they're like, "Oh, you know what? I'm just gonna go back home. It's it's easier there." And that's great. Sometimes that's what you're destined for, but for me, I wouldn't accept that. And I'm not saying I'm stronger. It's more just what your goals are and what you really want to do with your life and I wanted to stay in New York no matter what so I've had to sleep on floors I've had to be starving I've I used to smoke cigarettes I smoked cigarette butts out of my friend's ashtray like you do whatever you have to do to make it work and it's been 10 years now and I sometimes I'm walking to work and if the sun is just right when it's rising and I have a good song that's upbeat playing, I, I'll cry on my way to work. Are you I'm, kidding? I have goosebumps right now. Stop. It's I, making me cry. I cry because I'm like, thank you, God, for having me here. Like, thank you for like giving me this. And um, you earned it, though. And, like you really went after it and you made it work. And that's that's why you're so inspiring, I feel like, to other makeup artists. Thank you. And I really want to get that across. It's not about being the like the best. I mean, I always have my mindset. I want to be the best, but also don't be hard on yourself and just know that you're worth something much bigger than you know. And you have to just keep going with that. And if you go through crappy situations, you have to sleep on a friend's couch for a while, or like you lose a job. I've lost jobs. I've had the same experiences. It's just not giving up. And it's hard to do that sometimes. And it's so corny and so cliche, but you really can't let that get to you. And you have to keep going and put your best face forward every single time. 
And the New York hustle is no joke. No joke. I've gained so much no weight. Joke. I've gained so much weight being here in Rhode Island, staying with my cousin, because I'm not on my New York hustle. My normal walk to work, walk back, walk to the trains, like strut around the building because I, I strut. That's how yeah. I, walk. I strut. So I'm like, I'm just burning calories all the time. Here I'm like just literally enjoying my Netflix life and doing what everyone else is doing at the time. I lived in Rhode Island for like three months before I moved to New York. And honestly, oh. I fucking love Rhode Island so much. It's so laid back. It's so great. It's so laid back. You're surrounded by water. Everyone's super chill. It, it is. And my, my cousin I'm staying with has a boat on the water. So we got to, I mean, it's still cold here, but you know, there's one day it was sunny. We sat on the boat for a little while. And I'm like, I forgot this is Rhode Island. And oh my God, the best time if you're having a summer night and you're like you want to have that bar experience rhode island is the best for it because there's so many outside bars there's always live music it's great i used to go to this bar by brown that was called like whiskey public whiskey Mm -hmm. something and we it's so much better to get drunk when you're sitting outside and like the wind is in your hair and you smell like salt water it reminds me of college (laughs) it literally reminds me of like the five minutes i was in college it's just, <laughs> just like partying it up. And I was in a fraternity too. I pledged a fraternity before. Oh my God, yeah, what? My freshman year, I, all my girlfriends were all pledging sororities or rushing with sororities. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And I heard that there was one gay person in um, a fraternity, Teak, on campus. And I was like, well, you know what? I guess I'll just go then. If Wait, you were in Teak? Yeah, I was. Wait, that's the frat I used to hang out with, with for my five minutes oh my in God. college too. Thank you. I heard, <laughs> I heard different reviews because it's such a big fraternity across the country so i'm like yep. I, I hear different reviews everywhere but i think they were like the greatest guys i could have met like i walked in with my skin tight clothes on my super tan skin my spiked eggplant brown hair like i don't even know what yeah. i was doing. That, like when that dark eggplant was in 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 2009 yep. so they gave me a chance and like i i had to pledge just like those other guys i had to do push-ups and do all the horrible <laughs> things of pledging and i and my dad was like i'd call him crying and my dad was like tim like Show them you're just as strong as they are. Like, you know, I don't let them say that you're weak because, like, you're gay or whatever. Just, like, you can do it just like them. I got into it, and uh, it was great. I was there for another semester, and I left college. So I like, put in that work and then left and well, did a whole different thing. But it was all worth it. Teak, teak made you who you are today. <laughs> no, it's true. Because when I worked for Mac, like, yeah. when I first got hired, I had nowhere to live in New York anymore. So I was literally staying with some sorority girls I only knew because I was in the frat. So if I hadn't joined, I wouldn't have anywhere to stay and right. I wouldn't work for Mac. It all happens for a reason. Everything Literally. happens for a reason. Absolutely. Um, okay. So Tim, why don't you tell us where to follow you, all of your social handles, your website, anything interesting coming up that you that you need to promote? Yes. So I'm so excited that Condola Rashad, she is daughter to Felicia Rashad from uh, from Empire and from The Cosby Show, but Condola Rashad is on the show Billions. She's been on Broadway a bunch. Now she's releasing music. And so she called me up one day uh, last year and asked me personally to do makeup and create all these makeup looks for five music videos she was coming out with. And so two of them are out now. So they just, they're just being launched now. I'm so excited because it was the most creative I've ever, ever been able to be. I got to sketch my ideas and like show them to her and give get feedback and create these characters, which is what I want to do all along. And it's, so I just posted my last post on Instagram is her with this gold body makeup. You have to check it out. The video is so cool. Links in my bio on Instagram. It's uh, Tim McKay Beauty, T-I-M-M-A-C-K-A-Y Beauty. Um, and so she, uh, it's just cool. I got to make her into a gold goddess and it took two and a half hours of artwork, but it was just like the most fulfilling I've ever felt. And 
I'm, I've never worked on music videos really before, so this is new to me, and I got to do five of them in five days, 15-hour long days, and oh my God. and multiple makeup changes that I got to create with her, and um, so that's my newest project. I'm so excited that it's out now, and I can show people how much work went into it, but um, yeah, follow me on Instagram. It's Tim McKay Beauty, and I'm not really big on anything else. I wish I was bigger into Twitter and uh, Facebook. TikTok? <laughs> I should. I'm making TikTok like videos for my Insta stories. I should take videos that you've used before, like that you've made in years. Like I was posting like dumb drunk videos, and everyone, everyone's I, like, "Oh my god, these are so funny." I'm so slow to start a new social media thing. Like it's almost like a commitment because I don't want to start something and then not. I know you gotta like focus it. on one. That's what happened on Twitter. I made one. I was all about it for a while, and then I, I would like go like a year without posting, and then I'm like, I post a random like tweet like. Hey, so today's gig. I'm like, who cares? No one's looking because I'm not keeping up with it. So I feel like if you want to be consistent, go for it. But right. mainly my Instagram is my main thing and my website, which is mckaymakeup.com. My email is tim at mckaymakeup.com. So that's my main primary showcase of work. Thank you so much for coming on. You are the best. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad I got to you know, tell my story a little bit. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.